welcome back to podcast number eight. Um, it is the week of the 5th of January, in case anyone was interested. And Otmar has just left Aston Martin, um, leaving a big vacancy that I will be applying for. I have no credentials, but I will be applying. More than qualified. Yeah, I mean, I run a podcast. What more do you need? Exactly. So we're going to do a little lowdown of Otmar to start with today, I think. Okay. I think Katie's just going to sit there because she... I'm going to sit there and just chime in. Yes. So Otmar joined um, Formula One. Uh, or did he return to Formula One? Whichever one. Uh, when it was... Aston Martin was horse India in 2009. So he's been there for 12, 12, 12 years because we're only just into the new one. Um, and he became team boss in 2018 when Lawrence Stroll took over. Um, and then it was still force India until they changed to a racing point in 2020, 2019, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then obviously stayed there for a year. Another year as Aston Martin, um, but obviously they've not done very well this year compared to last year. So that might have been some reasoning behind why he's leaving. Um, but he was also linked to Alpine in like um, end of in December, probably was it the last race weekend of the year or something? It was the Yeah, he was linked with Alpine, and everyone was like, mm, and they denied it everywhere but I mean he's he's still not going to Alpine as of 10 past 7 on the 5th of January whether he does or not different thing but probably not because there's also a situation with Red Bull and their chief of aerodynamics trying to go to Aston Martin but then saying he can't go until six months time so who knows I also haven't announced his replacement um, so I will, me, Lydia, will be applying with a George Russell-esque PowerPoint that I will probably post on TikTok because I ain't got my, much else going on in my life at the moment. Um, yeah. And in case Lydia's application does not go ahead or is unsuccessful, I will give you a list of candidates I think are suited for the job in case we can't get Lydia in that position. But let's be honest, we want me in the position. We do. But we need to have a plan B. Yeah, but I, for diversity's sake, they should hire me. Well, but that probably won't be happening. Just one step closer to the strolls. Yeah, but we should point out that former McLaren CEO, whose name's gone out of my head, the one before Zach Brown, also works for Aston Martin and was team principal at uh, McLaren, so could take on that team principal role now Aston Martin but wait and see what happens well there will be a decision before the start of um, the season they're not going to start a new season without a team principal that'd be a bit weird so maybe it'll be me or maybe it will be someone on Katie's list maybe maybe who knows who knows and it could be space lands. It could be space lands. I mean, I hope you're all enjoying space lands. He will be making regular visits to our page. Um, because he's fun. Cowboy Daniel, not so often, but 
regular enough. And we've got some more lovely fun characters incoming this year. Um, moving quite swiftly on to Lando Norris. <laughs> Lando Norris. Some of you may have seen the um, wonderful... Uh, all the words have just gone out of my head. The wonderful news about Lando's nice girlfriend that he's been rumoured to be with for a while. She is very, very pretty and he's just there. So, But there has also been some very toxic comments made on Twitter. There have been. Now, I've not personally seen them on Twitter. I don't follow F1 things on Twitter. I'm more Instagram and TikTok and things for that. But I've seen what they've been saying on Twitter and on TikTok. Like people have obviously screenshot in the tweets. So I've personally not seen anybody say anything bad, but I've seen what's been happening because people have obviously been making videos about it on TikTok. And it's it's quite intense. That's also where I got most of my information from because I am not on that side of F1 Twitter. I am no. on the side with uh, Lando's employee employees of at Quadrant making jokes about how they'll never be Lando's girl, uh, Lando's girlfriend. Poor Max. Yeah, to, I mean, I'm not sorry for anyone in this situation, but you know, Max Utrell, his Lando's moved out, and now he's being replaced as top wagon F1 by Lando's new girlfriend. So it's not it's not looking good for him. What's Do we think she'll take over from Kelly? Do we think she'll be... Because Kelly's number one wag. No, Matt Sutrell is. <laughs> Sorry, he is to me. He is the number one wag. No, Kelly is the number one wag. I don't know who he is. I do know who he is, but... I just know who he is. But yeah. I just know he's in his face. That's it. Kelly is number one wag. I don't know. I just think we should do what they want. Who cares? What people yeah. have been posted... But what, I, what really gets me... Is obviously we've been seeing like stuff on TikTok about it. It's the girls that have been posting like statements from their notes app, like like they're disgraced influencers. Like Lando's not treated them very well, and that they deserve more respect, and that there should have been more warning, and that they've just stared too deep into his blue eyes. He's been lying to them all for so long, denying he had a girlfriend. I'm like. Is it any wonder? I mean, I never think he actually technically denied it. N- no, he kind of skirted around the questions quite a lot yeah. from interviews I've seen. I mean, he probably did at some point say outright, oh, I don't have a girlfriend, but so what? Quite right with all the abuse. And do you know what? Do you know what's making me laugh? It's the comments of I've stared too deep into his ocean blue eyes. That it makes me laugh. Like it wasn't you're staring at his eyes through a computer screen. Yeah. You need help. I just can't if, relate to these girls. And if, you, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I stare too deep into Lando's blue eyes through a computer screen, please listen to episode three of our podcast where it gives you the do's and don'ts and what's okay and what's not okay to we consume. Should, we're going to make that into like a little infographic for the... Yeah. For the Instagram... Just in case you need a reminder. But yeah, I just need it. Need chill. 
there are so many great F1 fans out there and so many great Monday fans out there. It's just like this handful of young, they are young girls, like very young. They will be young girls. You're not entitled to his life. No. You're not entitled to any celebrities or influencers' lives. Just and just because he's posted that picture of the two of them doesn't mean that you're now involved in that relationship. That like that's it done. They can share what they want to share. Just but you're not a third party in this relationship. Okay. Bear that in mind. Not you personally, Lydia, but if you're... Oh, I'm not the third party of their relationship. That is news to me, Katie. No, you're not. And if you think that, episode three of the podcast. Okay. I'll, I'll go catch back up because one of us <laughs> has listened to them and it's obviously me. Do you want to know the most interesting take that I saw on all of Twitter? Well, um, and this one I did see firsthand. It was a tweet and it was this girl that was like, Lando's poor performance the second half of the season is down to his girlfriend and Max Futrell distracting him. I was like, what? I don't think his girlfriend or Max Futrell made a decision for him not to change onto Inters in Sochi. I, I think he made that decision himself. I don't think he was distracted. Like, that, that's not the reason. You are aware there's other cars that are faster and other drivers that actually, well, I'm not going to say a better, a driving faster cars because he's a very good driver and that's something yeah. I'll acknowledge. But like, I don't think him having a girlfriend and friends is what's caused that. No, it's not what's caused that. It's such a weird take. There's so many weird takes on the internet. Don't go looking for them. I won't go looking for them because I'll get myself annoyed. It's just such a bizarre place is Twitter and the internet at the moment for this. But he was literally trending because he got a girlfriend. Yeah, he was trending above like actual news on Twitter the other day. I opened it and I was like, why is he trending above like Boris Johnson? For people that are in the UK, because I mean, but for the listeners in Australia, I'm pro- pretty sure you'll know who Boris Johnson is, the UK Prime Minister. But he was genuinely chanting above Boris Johnson's press conference all day. <laughs> I was like, who cares? People are that involved. It was the like hearts are breaking across F1 was like, like the tagline that Twitter chose. And I was like, Whose? Not mine. I could not care less about Lando Norris's relationship status. No, I didn't even follow the, the boy on Twitter, uh, Instagram. I, I seen do. it because someone sent it. And I was like, good for him. Good for him. I mean, I still not following him, but good for him for posting that because, you know, the boy's private way is life, obviously, because it's, we're not entitled to it. So good for him for posting it. I think the main takeaway from this bit is I'm not entitled to anyone's lives. No. no. We're, not entitled to, we're not entitled to any of these people's lives. So we thought, now that we're a couple of weeks away from testing, we thought we'd get right back into actual Formula One content and not discussing 
Lando Norris or any of the gossip or anything like that. I mean, we'll still do that, but we thought we'd get right into what's happening in the 2022 season. So we're going to start off with the car changes because that's the probably one of the biggest things that's that's happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I think that probably is the biggest thing that's happening. The car changes swiftly followed by the more races this year. That's about it. Yeah, so we've made some notes on what's happening. We've also made a lovely PowerPoint. I've made a lovely PowerPoint. So we'll put that on our little links. And it's all in easy to digest sections. So if you're anything like me, I can't read long, long paragraphs. So. I've popped it all. Lovely. There's lovely pictures in there. I've not put music on it, but just sing the theme tune in your head as we as, as you go. I'll play Supermax in the background. Yeah, whatever suits you. Anything everyone related. Right. What are we starting with? What bit of the car? So we'll start with the changes to the nose and the rear wing. So according so the Formula One, this is this is where I got all my information was Formula One. Um if a car is chasing another car currently, so obviously if it's trying to overtake, it can lose half of its downforce that it's gained, obviously, while it's been racing. So a change in the, the front nose and the rear wing. So the rear wing has um rolled tips. Yeah, so they've changed it. So all cars, it's now a prescriptive part. So all cars have to follow, like, they'll all be slightly different, but they've all got to essentially follow the same plan to make them, like, one solid piece. Yeah, so the air will now go under the car. There's now a new 3D underneath of the car. Yep, that's what it's called. And that'll all push the dirty air right through the bottom of the car up into the, the rear wing and it'll go it should theoretically go over the car behind these are some good actions that no one's going to see it should go over so that there shouldn't be as much dirty air and the downforce shouldn't be as bad like losing the loss of downforce shouldn't be as bad as what I've got here yeah so they changed the floor which is also going to be like a it's a like prescribed parts so there's four classifications of part we can cover this in a different episode because i haven't got it right down but prescribed parts is basically they all have like the same plan but they can adjust them a bit but this um like t-plate floor means that it's got like two it's to replace the flat floor that they have now so it's like it's a ground effect floor so there's more downforce because of these like two tunnels that take the air to the back so it creates mm-hmm. more suction so they're more <laughs> to the floor i will leave that lovely sound effects that i just made in it's a technical sound effect that's what they used in the meetings for these yeah it is <laughs> <laughs> why we don't work in f1 because we make noises like that i would make noises like this as far as allowed outside of my bedroom I've been stuck in my room since Friday night. Like, I have COVID. You know, last week when I coughed and said, haha, it's not COVID. Well, it was COVID. It is COVID. So I've not spoken to anyone other than my family. 
Now you're speaking to me. Yeah, now I'm speaking to Katie. And the world. And the world. And the world. Yeah. So the current loss of downforce in the current car at 20 metres is 35%. Mm-hmm. So ne- like this, this season, 2022, that's going down, that should go down to 4%. Well, from what so they've ran 7,500 simulations all the teams all the designers and the teams and that's given them a lot of data I think it's yeah. like half a petabyte of information I don't, know what is. Now, I don't know how much that is they've done it in filing cabinets but I can't remember how many filing cabinets <laughs> I don't know how many filing cabinets it was on F1 so I was like oh that's amazing Right, so the current car at 10 metres is 46% loss of downforce. And then in the new car, the 2022 car, it'll be 18%. So when they're chasing each other, they'll be able to be a lot closer because they're not losing as much downforce. And then when they go into corners, they'll be a lot closer as well. But obviously, these percentages are give or take, might not actually be accurately for around 18%, but somewhere thereabouts and we'll find out more information as the season goes on yeah I'm about sure. what, what is especially after like the first round of testing stuff there'll be teams sending two cars out like practicing yeah and we'll probably get more detailed input from that and then another change another big change is the wheels the wheels are yes. changing i have quite a few points on wheels and suspension so we're going from 13 inches to 18 inches with the wheels. Now, I've seen them in testing. wasn't testing. It was just before testing when they popped them on for the first time. I wasn't too keen, but then when I seen them in the end of season testing, because obviously they had to see what they were like, I actually didn't mind the look of them. No, I, look of- I think they'll look better on the actual cars. Like yeah, cars. But and then they're bringing in wheel covers as well, bringing those in. Yeah, I've write that down. It's the wheel covers are for a reason. There's going to be a weight control, so it's maybe to do with part of that. They look as if they're in a wee bit, and then that'll help with a sturdy ear. Hmm. Well, I yeah. have a my note on it. Flush wheel covers are standardised to stop use of wheels to create downforce. Oh, there we go. That's so it. it's nothing. Yeah. I don't know. There's something to do with weight, weight control as well because the 18 inch wheels have been designed to be like less temperature sensitive. So warming up and cooling down during night races and day races and to allow drivers to push harder for longer stints. Because they're predicting more just one-stop strategies next next semester, next season. Yeah. Which is interesting. We'll see how that goes and how that works out for people. And inters, like as in inter-tyres, are no longer allowed to be attached directly to suspension, like the suspension of the car. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's interesting. We'll see. We'll just have to wait until get some rain yeah well they've also banned hydraulic suspension it's only allowed to be used they're only allowed to use springs and dampers now i'm not sure why we'll find out 
Well, when the season starts, a lot of these things we'll have to wait until the season starts. But like the fuel's changing as well, so they're now using E10 fuel, so it's now 10% ethanol in it. So we'll need to see, we'll see how that goes. I keep saying that, we'll see how that goes when the season yeah. starts. But it is, it is. We'll just see how everything goes. It's advanced sustainable ethanol, so it's like. It's then moved towards like more eco cars, which yeah. So it's to be a second generation biofuel, and it needs to be made sustainably. Big words. It's what it has to be when they put it in that car, um, and that's um, to be near zero carbon footprint. Near zero carbon footprint when they make that yeah fuel. Have they try to do it by like twenty? Thirty or something, be like net zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How? That's a long time. And speaking of fuel, another change in the car, another big change in the car. So obviously last year Roman Grosjean had his his accident. So from that, the car must separate. So the engine must separate from the chassis in the car without without exposing the fuel tank. So that's what caused uh, Grosjean's accident was obviously the fuel tank being exposed. So now the engine must separate from the chassis. So if an accident was to happen, like his again, where he went into the, the barriers and the car separates, that's not that's not exposed and it, that shouldn't happen. There shouldn't be a fireball or anything like that, making that's it good. safer for, for drivers. So obviously he's had a horrific time of it. Yeah. And, but he got back in his... Is he rallying now? Or is he an extreme me now? He's an IndyCar. IndyCar. Yeah. So, God love him. He's still smiling, but was it Nico Rosberg he was talking to and he's still in a lot of pain with his hands? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, to be expected. Yeah, so hopefully this change means that nothing like that will ever happen again. Also, another random change that I noted, noted down. Barge boards are banned. There'll be no barge, barge boards. You know the barge boards on the car? Uh-huh. They're, they're, they're banned now. Not having them. Not sure right. why. Just said so. Barge boards have been outlawed. I was like, okay, why? But Fair enough. If that's, that's what you're into. Yeah, that's, that's if that's what you want to ban, then that's what you want to ban. What's ban those? Okay, they've banned some other stuff. Oh, just hydraulic suspension, I think. The minimum car weight's increasing as well, just with all the changes. So that's increasing by five percent, um, up to seven hundred and ninety kilograms. That number could be wrong, the seven hundred and ninety kilograms, but it's definitely increasing by five percent. Good to know. I don't know because I've not. I yeah, so they've got new tire, bigger tires. I think with the changes to underneath and the nose and the the rear wing, I think they've had to increase it a little bit. It's interesting. There's rumours that some teams have found loopholes in regards to to the new regs, apparently. Right. Okay. So nothing in particular. Just no, and like people. Different teams think it's different other teams. 
like no one's saying it's like red no, like most f1 twitter thinks it's red bull and mercedes obviously but or their red bull are saying it's not them they think it's aston martin someone thinks it's alpine people think it's alfa romeo i can see it being aston martin in my mind, it's Aston Martin and Haas. They're kind of shady. Yeah. Aston Martin are a lot shadier than we, than people think. Oh, yeah. 100%. Let's not start get starting rumours about shady Aston Martin, though, because... that We never said that. That, was, that wasn't us. That wasn't us. Well, I think Aston Martin and Haas could have found them. I mean, yeah. if Haas's car doesn't improve... <laughs> I will be upset. We are gunning for a has comeback in 2022. Genuinely, we have. I think everyone has passing the points somewhere on the 2022 season um, bingo card. Yep. I think so. I would like Mick to be in the points. Yeah, Mick deserves some points. I think I've put on, like, Mick gets 10 points this season on the card. Mentally. And hopefully Williams improves as well. Because I really like Williams. Oh, Alex Albon. That Albon. Alex Albon, uh, world champion, 2022. You heard it here first, guys. Well, Lewis Hamilton done it in his first season, so... Well, it's not Alex Albon. This um, is first back. Yeah. Could be uh Joe. He could get one in his first season. He's driving for Alpha Romeo. Could be his Valtteri Bottas. Where did he finish in F2? Second. Oh, third. Third. Oscar um, Piastri came first, Robert Swartzman came second, and he came third. So maybe not world champion in his first season. No, but I could Valtteri could be a good competitor this year if Alfa Romeo's car's good. Do you know, I've done nothing but, like, slander this show. <laughs> the guy could be great. I think but, he, I'm still bitter that Oscar Piastri doesn't have an F1 seat yet. I think other people maybe deserved an F1 seat ahead of him, but money talks, so... Yeah, apparently they are getting quite a lot of sponsorship it's like Jamie Chadwick she can't get into F1 because she doesn't have the sponsorship mm. because in W Series they don't need they don't need sponsorship they don't have to pay in, for anything it's all the same spec car like it's all like level playing field but because she's not got the, the sponsorship she can't get an F1 I'd love to see her in F1 but I don't think we will because I was on F1 Tony's live and she was talking about it. And apparently WCDs is more a feeder into F2 rather than F1. So she would still need to go through F2 to get into F1. Because there's too big a jump between the F the WCD's car to the F1 car, because I think it's more like an F3 car. That would make sense. Because F3 are all the same spec, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So it's, I think it's like that car. So she would need to go into F2 and then into F1. Oh, 
but she's not got sponsorship. So there's someone, if you're rich and listening to us, sponsor Jamie Chadwick, please. Or we'll start a crowdfunder and we all sponsor. We all sponsor her. Yeah, we could do that. We'll do that. Another interesting topic, which we can just go off on a tangent here, that um, if Tony was talking about on our live, was a fan-owned F1 team, like a crowdfunded team. She says it's not impossible and it's been done before. Yeah. It's maybe not been done before, or something like that. It's been done, um, and it's obviously a crowdfund for... Because imagine owning part of an F1 team. That'd be cool. Yeah. And then we would get Jamie Chadwick in there. Yeah, we'll do that. But, yeah, they were saying about a, a crowdfunded F1 team. But they're looking for tech companies to come in and run an F1 team, rather than, like, a car brand like Alfa Romeo or Ferrari or McLaren. They're looking at a tech company. That would change things up. A tech company rather than a car company. Like Red Bull's a sports trans company. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. The future of F1 will probably change quite dramatically over the next few years anyway, because they're on about 24 places on the grid, aren't they? So Yeah, so we'll see who takes the, the next spots. Which, if they did have 24 places next year like 2023 I think Mick would get a better seat yeah Oscar would definitely have a seat Rob Sportsman would have a seat and Nick DeVers could come back opens up a lot more opportunities if there's more on the grid in um, F2 it's 24 so it, it can be done and it's been done before. Yeah. And I think it provides more chaos turning going into turn one. I'm not supposed to advocate for chaos, but we do advocate for chaos. We do quite like chaos, actually. I don't know what I'm saying. No, Mikey. No safety car. No safety car. Called a motor race, Toto. We just went to car racing. <laughs> I think we should call it a day there. Katie. What is your lovely song recommendation? So my song recommendation this week, it's actually a dedication this week. So my song is dedicated to all those little Lando fan girls that are very upset that he's got a new girlfriend. And I've chosen Send My Love to Your New Lover by Adele. Okay. Enjoy. Okay. I'll um, I put that on. I won't. I'm not in love with that. I think it's very appropriate for yeah. everyone that's crying right now. I get, I, I get that. Quite sad for them. We shall say goodbye. We'll be back next week covering. We will be back. Something. Uh, something. Well. We'll find something. We found car changes this week, so we'll do something next week. Yes, we will.
Right. Goodbye, friends. Thank you. Bye, so friends. Bye.